0: Hi, everybody. My name is Mike Manning.
1: And I'm Trinity French. And
0: we are your business coaches at Wired2Change. With the number two. We are here to help you reach your goals with your business and lead the small business life. Welcome to the new year, Trinity. Hope you you survived the Christmas and New Year's break.
1: It was fantastic.
0: Glad to hear that. And we had been talking for a while about having a guest finally. We have. And we have a double. What was the gum one? Double spearmint pleasure, double trouble. Double double, your pleasure, double your fun. So our first guest on our podcast here, uh, we are talking today about spouses of small business owners.
1: We are. Which is
0: important. We all need the support. And our first guest is none other than Scott French, Mr. Trinity French.
1: The one, the the only. only
0: If My hubby. You would do a drum roll if you had drums here. I know you would, yeah. So. Glad to oh, be yeah. here. <laughs> yes. Welcome you. to the show, Scott. Thank you. Double mint gum, by the way, is what you were Thank talking about. Thank you. Oh, I couldn't remember. See, yeah. I it was well, double. I see twins on the It's a good,
2: thing,
1: screen, it's a good yeah. thing that we're in sales coaching and not yeah. gum oh, sales. More
0: retention. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, welcome. Your Christmas and New Year's was equally as good because she just said it was. It was. Yeah. We spent it together, which is nice yeah. as a newlywed
2: couple. That yeah. Spend the holidays
0: together. How's that um, uh, wedding jeep working out for you?
2: Still amazing.
0: Yeah. Still. I support it. from a spouse. He
1: has been doing all sorts of fun little yeah. side projects. He put lights on the back and lights on the inside. And nice. we were in Atlanta over the holidays, and he picked up a trailer that he's owned for.
0: A dozen years. A dozen years yeah. that we
1: hauled back. And Wait,
0: did you drive the Jeep to Atlanta? We mm-hmm. did. Yeah, it was nice. our first road trip. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were in Atlanta around a couple days before Christmas, a couple days after, because we were staying at my sister's house before we went to Florida. I love, and we lived in Atlanta for six years. I love Atlanta traffic during non-rush hours. Mm-hmm. When we left... We left Atlanta coming back to Raleigh Saturday morning after Christmas. At, we got on the road at 8 a.m., and I'm in the express lane going 84 miles an hour, and somebody's running up on my ass, mm-hmm. and the other four lanes, three of them are passing me. Mm-hmm. Love that city. That's, in that's Atlanta traffic yeah. for you. Yep. I, just, I had to get out of the, the express lane, just slow down, because mm-hmm. I didn't want to get an 84-mile-an-hour ticket, but I was getting passed, mm-hmm. so I knew I wasn't going to. Love that city during Nod Rush hour. If you're
2: not doing 20 over the speed limit, you're getting run over in Atlanta. It took me a while to uh, transition to normal driving uh, when I moved up here to Raleigh.
0: (laughs) But I was going 84 in East Press Lane and I could not (laughs) have been happier. So that's great. So, anyways, glad to have you here today. Thank you. A lot of our themes for small business ownership is it's your life, Uh, you have to be 100% in. We've talked about the the struggles that come with that, but also the rewards that come with that. And we've touched on spouses and who all's involved because we've we've talked about who we bounce ideas off of, who's there for us, who's our bullshit detector. (laughs) go-to, yes, (laughs) the person
1: that has to listen to us when we're having a good day, the person that gets to celebrate us when we're having a really good day. The person yeah, that has yeah. to listen to me bitch and complain when <laughs> I lose a sale or a client. The phone or, rings and you're thinking, yeah, okay,
0: we're like, uh, not talking <laughs> I get to wear all those hats.
1: You get to wear all those hats yeah. and more. Mm-hmm. So I'm
0: going to let you start with the interrogation.
1: Gosh, I have a list of questions over here. I made sure that Scott sat on the other side of the table so he can't pull a trinity yeah. and uh, cheat off my questions. Yeah. But Scott. As a person who's married to a small business owner, what's the best thing about being married to me?
2: <laughs> oh, right out of the gate. It yeah. <laughs> has nothing to do with small business. No, no, but
1: just about being married to me in general, because I'm a small ge- business owner.
2: <laughs> you you are. The best <laughs> thing about being married to you is being able to spend time with you and see you every single day, even though 80% of that time, well, no, 90% of that time, you're Focused on your small businesses. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: Aww, but I get to really be there. Sweet. And that was poor. You plural. get to be there. Yes. That was it was yes, small because businesses. Because I do have a s- yes. couple of different things yep. going on.
0: She doesn't have enough to do, so she's always trying to add. I more found more it stuff. funny when we were talking before New Year's Eve. I guess we were talking on the 30th. And we're talking about business, a couple of business things we had to, to take care of and button up. And, and then there's this pause, and we're talking about the party. And this pause, as she said... I don't know why I agreed to host this party, but that's her DNA. It (laughs) It is. Absolutely.
2: Well, we talked initially about let's have a small, quiet get-together with just a select few friends. You know, I was thinking maybe 10, 12 people at the house – you get together. We love entertaining, mm-hmm. so it was. So it, we were uh, it had been a while since we'd done it, so I was excited. And I've, eventually, I asked her. I was like, "Look, if we need to make a decision, if we're going to do this." And then, before you know it, she posted out to everybody on Facebook, "We're having a
0: relax and chill New Year's party." That fifty people showed <laughs> up. There is not no much, relaxing or chilling there. <laughs> there is not much about your wife that screams small and quiet. That is absolutely and, correct. Yeah, no. It's like we're either going big. But we're, or not going or at all. we're not going at all. That's right. And That's the, the life party I live.
1: was fantastic. We had a great turnout. It was an amazing mix of some new friends, some old friends. I had quite a few of my clients mm-hmm. that showed up that have since become friends. So, it was really it was really cool. Mm-hmm. All of the champagne that was left over from the wedding is officially gone. Uh, so, yes. we succeeded in getting rid of that and a bunch of liquor. So, I feel yeah. like it was a win-win-win. And the number one reason that we hosted that party is because the whole house needed a deep cleaning. <laughs> and now the house is in a situation where it's tidy enough that I can rehire our housekeeper to come back. And that will help to alleviate a lot of it's stress. Good for a life. Lot. Well, um, that was clean. Yeah. That was yeah. my
2: initial plan was yeah. I know how to get her working and it has given her a deadline. Oh, mm-hmm. right? I work so it's great. Like, okay. We're, two days from a party and yeah. there's a whole bunch of stuff that needs to be done. And then she just turns it on and she gets stuff done that she it's, you know, could have taken her two months to do <laughs> and one she gets it done day. in an yeah. afternoon. Yeah. Oh
0: yeah. Uh, well, that's what they say. It that's the, up, done, give it to that's the ADD person. kicking yeah. in, you know. yeah. <laughs> one of the things I've told you, and I've said this publicly and privately to you guys is I enjoy watching the spouse of any small business owner, it doesn't really matter how comfortable they are when they're the arm candy. It's like, hey, we're going to, you know. But what I like about you is, and I've told you this before, is they can drop you anywhere. Mm -hmm. In a room full of eight people, a room full of 80 people, two you know, 88 you don't know, doesn't matter. And that's what I've enjoyed watching you, because she's on the go. Mm -hmm. There's three nights a week, there's networking events, and I've watched you long enough to know that she goes, hey, here's where we're going, and you're like, okay.
2: Yeah, well, you know, uh, as the spouse of a small business owner, it's my job to support her, be mm-hmm. her biggest fan and biggest cheerleader, and um, I actually enjoy going to networking events and being able to spend time with her, and then peeling off and kind of mm-hmm. speaking to people that I may not know or people that I you know have met a couple of times in the in the past, and then you know then afterwards on the ride home or when we get home, we can kind of talk about mm-hmm. what happened and um, the people that we met and. I'm supporting her um, emotionally and in her business. And if I can do anything to make her life easier
0: in that aspect, and it's going to be enjoyable for me as well, do why you, wouldn't I do it? As the spouse, let's just start with the realtor part of it. As the spouse of a realtor, do you listen different in conversations when you're at lunch or at work or with people when she's not there? Are you, we go back to our reticular activator. Are you here in Homes? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I don't, I would say at least once or twice a month, just in the
2: office or just in passing, I'll hear something and then I'll immediately say, Oh, I know an excellent real estate agent for you. I really know a good one. Let me get you
0: their information. I want my one and (laughs) a half percent of her three and a half percent.
2: That's
1: how he continues getting more toys. He knows. I said, If you want that house,
0: if you want the house,
1: the third car garage. That's at least four real estate referrals this year.
0: And Jeep owners will understand how much money could be spent mm-hmm. in accessories on a Jeep.
2: Oh, I could spend 10 grand in a weekend oh, if yeah. she would let me.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Which I don't. Well, no, she more, doesn't. <laughs> you, could, you could easily put, spend twice as much on the Jeep as it costs buy As it costs to buy it, yeah. yes. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I did
1: not know. This, when I purchased the Jeep-
0: <laughs> You tell this story, I've heard this before.
1: Yeah, I did not know that I was buying him a hobby. Mm. Oh, and I it is a hobby from
2: day one, years ago, when I had to first decided that I wanted a Jeep, that's exactly what I wanted to do, customize it. It's like, why do people own Volkswagen Beetles? It's because they're easy to work on, they can customize them and make yeah. them their own. Well, Jeep is the, I guess the Volkswagen Beetle. I would, Boy, the commercial. Commercial. I've never seen or like a four either, inch
1: though. lift on a Volkswagen Beetle.
2: Three-inch
0: lift. Yeah. Three-inch is lift. a little too much. Yeah, let oh, okay. Sorry. He <laughs> but, wants
1: a three-inch, but I've never yeah. even seen a lift on a Beetle.
0: You haven't? It's, but you no. know that's going away, right? What? The Beetle. Oh, the yeah, right? yeah. Yeah, I did They're see that. They're going all electric. But I think they disconnect. Becky was telling, we were watching the commercial on New Year's Eve, and she said, didn't they discontinue that a few years ago and brought it back? That's what I thought. Speaking of
1: spouses, Becky is Mike's spouse, yes. who we are Jesus. we are going to lasso her and bring yeah. her on because I know she has some good stories about you. No. Oh, I know Jesus. she has some dirt. <laughs>
0: <laughs> which oh, she's we're we're about, to say whatever she wants, which yeah, we're but, about
1: to get into. Because yeah. um, as much as my husband is loving and supportive, and I do enjoy that he comes to events with me, mm-hmm. he's not afraid to tell us. My next question on my list is: What's the worst thing about being married to somebody who works twenty four seven and for herself?
2: Okay. Well, that's an easy one. Um, That is the fact that you spend 99% of your time focusing on business and you don't have time to focus on organization or things like that. So, you know, you come in and you know where everything is, but it, to me, it looks like chaos in the office, or <laughs> you know, you get done with laundry and it takes you three weeks to put it away and things like that. And I'm okay mm-hmm. with that because I know what I'm married into. Um, but at the same time, that's what gets sacrificed when you spend right. that much time as, as a business owner focusing on especially multiple businesses. So I do what I can to try and alleviate as much of that as I can and kind of take care of some of the household stuff that she lets me take care of (laughs) so (laughs) have you found your role
0: in her real
2: estate world i don't have a specific role at least nothing that we've discussed um like you mentioned earlier what i like to do is just listen to try and do what I can to give her as much business as possible. So people that I know that she may not not know, um, it's important to me to be able to get referrals to her and help her grow her business in any way I can. Um, I haven't really found a role in the real estate agent in the real estate industry yet, but, um, I did tell her that I'm happy to, uh, quit my job and be a house husband and, and, and help her, uh, <laughs> in her business. Yeah. If that's what she wants to do, once we can financially afford that, yeah. I would be willing to
0: fall on that grenade. Yeah. You and all the moms hanging mm-hmm. out at play. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mr. Mom. Oh yeah. Liked it. One of my favorite I movies growing up. That. I would have done that. <laughs> knowing- there,
1: there's a lot of stuff that you do though, on the real estate side, first and foremost. Um, it can be kind of scary, especially if I have an open house or something. and Scott has sacrificed many a Saturdays during football season. That's true. To come sit with me at an empty home while we try to get the bad boy sold. So that kind of stuff, I think are the little things that a lot of people wouldn't really, think about and he always puts a really rosy lining on it and he's like well at least i'm spending time with you which i appreciate and it also helps me feel better because i'm not freaked out that i'm sitting in a house by myself waiting somebody's murder pawn
0: oh yeah i don't i think there's we've i've, I've watched
1: way too many oh, terrible yeah. stories about real estate agents getting
0: mm. you know, I. kidnapped yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I pity the fool that's going to mess with a house you're trying to sell. That's who I feel <laughs> bad for. Because you'll take something out of the kitchen sink and beat the hell out of him with it. So Right? I should totally, I would you. like
1: go like home alone on him. Yeah.
0: <laughs> bring it on, sonny. Bring it on. Are you, you, well, back up. Your wife is very creative, loves to write, loves her puns, loves her great mm-hmm. headlines on it. Are you a, and you're a creative type as well, because I know she's, so I said before on shows I just sometimes I'll give Scott just kind of what we're talking about and you know five or eight minutes later here comes some ideas
2: one of my favorite times I get to spend with her is sometimes we'll just go and sit down somewhere outside or in the garage or whatever and just chit chat about whatever she's doing whether it's the coaching side of the business or whether it's real estate and then we'll just kind of spitball and just throw ideas back and forth and you know the majority of them you know aren't very awesome but uh every once in a while we'll find one that it was like wow why didn't we think of that and then i'll come up with the the raw idea and then she'll fine tune it and and fit it Mm -hmm. towards her um objective and it works well and i really enjoy that kind of time with her as well
1: yeah but it also helps to reiterate things For instance, one of the times we were sitting in the garage, I'm drinking my wine, we're relaxing, we're talking about the podcast, and Scott Mm -hmm. listens to a ton of podcasts, and we... We're sitting there and you and I had just met and we're talking about, oh, we're ready. We're ready to start bringing on guests and bringing guests. And this was like a recurring thing. Mike and I are like, guest, guests, we need guests. Who, who are we going to meet with? And the very first thing out of Scott's mouth is, what have you thought about bringing on guests? And it just this <laughs> light bulb went off. Like, why aren't we bringing fun guests on our show sooner rather than later? And now here we are. You get to be the first, be the first be. guest. Yeah, not a
0: problem with that. And you're the one that brought up to make sure we were on iHeartRadio. Mm-hmm. The simple yeah. things like yeah. that. Those uh, little, But those little yeah. things are big. All to those us.
1: little things are super big important, time, yeah. and it really lets me know. You know, he's like, "Hey, the podcast hasn't dropped yet." Like he is on it, like white on right. What is that
0: slacker party? Yes, here? he is <laughs> on and it, and be he knows by, it by six o'clock. Yeah, <laughs> <at> today's <laughs> all right. Yeah. Good. Not this one, but we're talking about folks. This will be out in about two weeks. But yeah, so.
1: Yeah, that but I, that that type of camaraderie and the help that you give me in those um, moments where sometimes it's just being able to bounce ideas off of somebody who you know is truly vested and actually cares about the business. Yeah. Not even just from a um, making money standpoint, but just because he wants to make my life easier. He wants to see it succeed and he wants to see us succeed. So it's pretty cool when we can you know, come up with ideas and then actually put them into action.
0: A lot of it is a quality control role, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Yeah. For sure.
1: Yeah. Well, and he listens to, especially on the podcast front, because Scott listens to so many podcasts during the day, during his work day, that um, he's given me a lot of ideas for how we can make our podcast just even
0: better. Your bosses know you do nothing but listen. Did I hear you do nothing but, or you listen to podcasts while you're making them money? Yes. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) But if the other was true, I would not ever admit that. But you have one of those jobs where you can listen while you do other things. Yeah, I just put put
2: one earbud in and I can work and then I'll turn it off if I need to make phone calls or things like that. But I would say um, two-thirds of my job is emails and working on the computer and not necessarily on the phone it can be there are times when there's a lot of phone calls in which case i don't listen to podcasts when i'm calling people because i have to focus but if i'm just (laughs) typing emails yeah it yeah helps my day go by faster and i feel productive if i'm able to listen to a podcast whether it's an educational podcast your podcast or crime podcasts about real estate yes. agents Yeah, yes.
1: <laughs> he was listening to one the other day and I walked in the garage and it was like now it's time to pick who you think the killer is and I was like what the heck are you listening to what is this murder porn that you ha-? and he's Love like oh it. it's so good It's some podcast where you listen to the whole thing and then you have to pick who the murderer is Oh no. Nice. it's
2: really cool yeah. okay. I just, just found it there's like four of them out there and I listen to them it's like 30 minutes long and they'll give you a scenario at the beginning about, you know, uh, it'll usually be like a 911 call or something like that. And then the rest of the podcast is an investigator interviewing the potential people to put the story together. And then there's always a clue in that 30 minute segment Mm -hmm. that lets you know who the murderer is and you have to
0: figure out. (laughs)
1: And that's all reenacted, right?
0: Yeah. 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 It's, it's acted by, you know, actors and whatnot. You came up in a podcast.
1: Oh, it was the favorite things one,
0: right? And he you was number to, yeah, one. Geez, Am I go. one of your favorite things? She saw her gay game today. No, that wasn't it. But now that you mentioned it, it probably was. I don't recall back that far out.
2: It wasn't. Uh, I remember <laughs> If
1: If my girlfriends had a way, I would I would be like Oprah and I would give out Scots to everybody. You get a Scott and yeah. you get a Scott oh, because yeah. all my girlfriends wish that they had a husband that was as awesome as him.
2: I would love to be your Steadman.
1: You'd be oh a good stud man. Can nah. we hit
2: cut?
0: <laughs> <laughs> good thing I hate this show. Well, yeah, I get the last thing all that stuff. We not our smart goals. We did our uh, what's the one before our smart goals that we did? Uh geez. Anyways, we're talking about uh we're talking about the videos we're gonna make.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: And we're in goal the, setting. Yeah, goal mm-hmm. setting, thank you, goal setting. And Trinity asked, we're talking about who all is involved in this to make these videos and your name came up with this because of what you do, you have, you can give us some education on video and remain, because the way I see these videos online and we talked about this is the two shot. So looks like wherever we're sitting, wherever we're going to be doing that. So we have those capabilities to do that. Mm-hmm. And because you're where you work, you are, you will school and us on And then we can that.
1: use the content of GoToWebinar yep. Yep. or GoToMeeting mm-hmm. to do the on-screen yep. right? Absolutely. So do you want to give a quick mm-hmm. plug
0: to your company and why it's so Sure. Good, why we will help? In, really, what's in it for us? Yeah, well, we of course, so that's yes. the way I look at everything. <laughs> um, so
2: I work for LogMeIn. Uh, we sell collaboration tools. So as you mentioned, GoToMeeting, GoToWebinar, uh, GoToRoom. Room is a conference room uh, hardware solution that we have. Jive is a PBX phone system um, that we're just kind of rolling out. We've had for a few months, but we just started selling that. Um, and uh, it's a fun, engaging job. I enjoy going to work every day. And um, I'm always looking for ways that I can utilize what my connections are to help grow hers, and well, your business as well.
0: So. And we talked about that. The reason why it's so important for us, and the point we wanted to make to everybody listening, is that it takes more than just the two people or the one person to do that. And while we could figure that out, we're immensely talented. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the learning curve would be better if you, if we did it with you the first couple of times. And then you educated Mm -hmm. us instead of us opening up a handbook and said, okay, Mm -hmm. step one. But it's really
1: cool because with the software that Scott sells, he got me my own licensure to it. And I use it for home buyer orientation. So Mm -hmm. when I have somebody moving in from out of state, we're able to meet and I get to see their face. They get to see my face. And we can do the same thing with out of state coaching clients. So it doesn't. Mm -hmm limit us to only having local people here in the Raleigh-Durham area, we could have clients anywhere. They could be in Melbourne, they could be Mm -hmm. in Chicago, they could be in LA. And other than um, a little bit of time difference Mm -hmm. and coordinating, we could have clients from absolutely anywhere. So Mm -hmm. it's pretty cool.
2: And one of the uh, sales techniques that I really enjoy implementing is when I'm talking to potential clients, I can use how you use GoToMeeting and GoToWebinar um, as a a person that's in real estate, um, and coaching like the many things that you can do with that. And it's fun to be able to go back and talk to somebody and go, Hey, my wife's in real estate and she uses this for buyer orientations oh, or, yeah. mm-hmm. or whatever. And, um, you know, it helps me as well. So, yeah.
0: And it's funny you mentioned the international part of our coaching business was looking at the analytics last night on our podcast numbers. And four percent of our listeners live in Ireland. <laughs> <So>.
1: That's awesome.
0: <laughs> really, so,
1: man. Thank I want to. I want to do. A, a, I want to do a, an Irish accent, but you I know that I yeah. will just nope. destroy it. Yeah, oh gosh, I just don't. got two head shakes. No, yeah. no, nope, nope, don't mm-hmm. do it. Don't do it.
0: Not Actually, even. I would love not to even a it. little. we really oh, A wee. A
1: wee, no. a wee accent. No. No. no,
0: no. It's not good. Although no. the the Northern Ireland accent I love. Mm -hmm. That's one of my
1: clients right now is from Ireland and she texts me in Irish slang and it's cracks (laughs) me up. Really? She's like, it's your wee favorite client. And I'm like, (laughs) it just absolutely tickles me that she embraces her Irish side
0: before meeting the love of your life. I know your, your world was not quite complete, but that's another podcast. Hmm, You are no stranger to small business ownership for a family.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I was a small business owner in the like 2006 2008 time. Uh, I was a commercial flooring and pressure washing business owner. So we uh, did all of the circuit cities in the state of Georgia. Um, I had a couple of uh, contracts with home builders going in and pressure washing driveways and homes and things like that. And um, it took up. All of my time and all of the, everything that I thought about was always about how to grow that business Mm -hmm. and maintain what I was doing. And then obviously when the housing crash Mm -hmm. happened in, what was it, early 2008, Mm -hmm. um, Circuit City closed. I lost all my, my contracts. And so um, I ended up going back into the, uh, well, the restaurant field at that point. But yeah, I have very much uh, a lot of experience on both ends with small business ownership. And we preach to people Mm -hmm. that. And
1: you worked in the family business.
2: I did, I did. That was um, a we actually sold meat sticks as a fundraising for uh,
0: nonprofits,
2: um, and that was interesting. I got to travel around and uh, work from home. Mm-hmm.
0: It was it was pretty great. And we preach to people all the time that the small business is not for everybody, mm-hmm. but if you're wired that way and willing to take a chance. Mm-hmm and you work hard at it, it's a good life.
2: Yeah, but you need to be motivated. Yes.
0: Obviously, if you're
2: not motivated, you're not going to be able to grow your business to its full potential, and it's hard to make a business successful if you're not all in.
1: Yeah, you have to be a yeah. 110%, because the first couple of years is nothing but grind. Mm-hmm. And if you don't have the aptitude and the stamina to, to hang in there, then it's... And I think part of that... When I was coaching financial advisors early on in my coaching career, one of the first things that I noticed was that the ones that were really making it had an incredibly supportive spouse at home. And the ones that were struggling were the ones whose spouse took it, I say Take advantage, but they really did. They took advantage of the flexibility. So most people get in business for themselves and they're like, I'm in it because it's flexible and I can set my own hours. Well, the first year or two, The only thing you're setting is when can I sleep,
0: and <laughs> if right. you four, yeah. right. yeah. four hours, So
1: I would see, you know, the writing was on the wall when they'd be like, oh, you know, my spouse works from you know for themselves, so they can be the one picking up the kids, and they can be the, and all of a sudden they were the nanny and mm-hmm. the errand runner, and their spouse was not treating their business as a business. And Mm -hmm. that was the kiss of death. Because if you're not putting 110% in, it's going to be really difficult to get it up and running Mm -hmm. and to keep it running. So I really have always been appreciative of Scott understanding that, yes, even though my real estate practice is rocking and rolling, my coaching business is fairly new. So the energy, you know, like we're putting a lot of energy into getting that rolling. And he is very supportive of that. And I
0: can say this because I'm going to. (laughs) <laughs> okay. When you hear somebody talk about a realtor, you can nod your head if you want to on this. You don't even have to answer. Mm-hmm. When you hear somebody bragging about their spouse or real good friend who's a realtor, and they said. They sold nine houses this year. Do you just kind of internally chuckle? Yeah, yeah. I don't I, I don't say anything, you know. If they
2: if they want to sell nine houses and that's good yeah, for them, then fantastic. They've probably got something else going on on the side. Yeah. Um, if Trinity sold nine houses, she would lose it.
0: So. I would. Oh, that's your goal for yeah. a month. Yeah, f- 59, I 59, 59 houses. I know, yeah. 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 But I figured, because sometimes I'll, hear, I'll be in a conversation, mm-hmm. they'll like, yeah, they had a really good year. They sold 13 houses. And I'm like, well, and <laughs>
2: real estate agents are, it's so funny to, um, that you always run into people that want to get their real estate license yeah. or, oh, I've got my All real estate license time. or whatever. And they just think, oh, I've got my real estate license. Now I'm a real estate agent. Now I'm going to be successful, but they don't. Put any effort into it; they just go out and get that certification, and then
0: I'll just put a the, sign in the yard. The house will sell. Yeah. All the houses are selling. Yeah, like, yeah. No, Being ahead. a real estate
2: agent super easy. You how get you all get the get time the, in the
0: world. How yeah. do you get the listing? They don't even talk about that. <laughs> no. it's like, I'll right. put a sign there. The house will sell. True, the house will sell relatively mm-hmm. quick. It's getting the listing it's all the mm-hmm. work. So. Got that right.
1: The barrier to entry to getting your real estate license is relatively low. So yes, mm-hmm. pretty much as long as you have a pulse and mm-hmm. you're over the age of eighteen. And you can pass the exam, you can become a real estate agent. And that to me is absolutely terrifying because here I have been studying communication and economics and, you know, really trying to figure out how to help people buy and sell their homes and, you know, making sure they understand supply and demand and why pricing is the way that it is. And yet any Yahoo can go out mm-hmm. and do it. And we have to work with those yahoos mm-hmm. on the other side of the transaction. And they're not necessarily the brightest crayons those, in the box.
0: Those are the stories that are gonna go in Scott's book one day mm-hmm. is the people yes. you have to work with oh, to complete a transaction. Yeah, yeah.
1: I, had, I had my closing, the closing that I had today, there was a discount broker on the other side of that transaction. And it was, my client didn't realize it because I shielded her from it, but oh my gosh, the whole time I just wanted to like stab a fork in my eye because the other agent was, I mean, they were only making a thousand dollars. So how hard do you think they worked on anything? They did not. It was, oh my gosh. Picking up the slack. Yes. So I earned my paycheck and then, so,
0: some of theirs. Some of theirs, too. We we talked earlier about your role in our podcast and how you come with some ideas and mm-hmm. some good feedback for Trinity. What else, when you're at home or driving or at work, what other things are you geared to listen for or think about? Hey, you know what? Let me research that when I get some computer time, either on the real estate or the coaching side. I'm not quite sure how to answer that. Um, it I don't really
2: have... A lot of experience with just doing that, like just coming up with uh, just ideas. industry I'll, trends, yeah, people, I like listen. It. I really just listen to other people. One of the things that I've learned going to so many networking events, being <laughs> Trinity's arm candy, is uh, listening to other people and looking for key indicators. You know, um, the coaching business is new to you guys and to me as well. So um, right now it's mainly real estate, but I'm always looking for a reason to be able to use it as a conversation starter or get some information and pass it along to you uh, to be able to grow your business. You know, it's just as much my responsibility, even though I don't get paid for it. Well, you do Well, in yeah, a way.
0: I do, I <laughs> get, I I mean, I get every... Jeeps and stuff. Oh, yes. okay. Glad, that, <laughs> Glad this is audio only with the looks they gave each other. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh my goodness so what would you say are the greatest benefits to being married to somebody who's in business for themselves
2: i would say i get to see you a lot uh, even though you're working a large you know percentage of that time it, when you're not out you know with clients or whatever, you're, you're at home, you're working at home, you're, you know, I can see you when even when I come and go, um, I know you're there. And it's nice to even spend time with you, even if we're in the same room, and you're doing something and I'm doing something else. Um, I really enjoy the fact that quality time is not quite as where you know, it, it I wish it would be at sometimes. But um, I, I'll take what I can get, right? <laughs> you do make the effort for us Mm -hmm. to be able to spend quality time together. But even when you don't have the ability to do that when you're really working, it's really nice to be able to just kind of have you around.
0: That's a good point though you brought up. A lot of times spouses of non-small business owners don't understand what you just said was, a lot of times it's on her terms that you get time together because it's a networking event or, Mm -hmm. Hey, I need to run to this house, put up, you don't put your signs up because Scott does that. Scott Sam's does that, but Mm -hmm. little things like that. I've got to go here. Hey, jump in the car. It's Saturday. We'll be back in two hours and we'll do this. But the priority is I got to go do this Mm -hmm. first. Yeah.
2: You're absolutely right.
1: And I think one of the best things that we ever did as a couple was we went to premarital counseling.
0: Mm -hmm. You talked about that. yes. Yes.
1: Well, you know, as a coach, I like coaching and one of the, I don't know what you call it, prerequisites for us getting married that I had was that I wanted to make sure that we talked to somebody professionally prior to getting married. Mm -hmm. And our coach, counselor, whatever you want to call her, was very instrumental in helping me to realize how, there are certain triggers for Scott that needed to happen every day. So like when I come home, even if I need to get on the phone or do whatever, he does better when I say hi to him and give him a quick kiss Mm -hmm. versus because for me, I just wanted to come in the house, put my bags down, dive into it, whatever was on my mind. And he felt like, what the heck am I chopped liver? Mm -hmm. And so Mm -hmm. it didn't take a lot for me to modify my behavior and do that for him to give him something that – that feeds him and makes him feel loved.
2: Yeah, even I need that was, quality time, even yeah. if it's 10
0: seconds when you walk in the door. Right. Yeah, because yeah. the last thing you want to do is if you've made dinner and you haven't seen her for two days and she walks in the house on her phone holding up her index finger, like, hey, one more minute, like, sweetie, this ain't playing much longer. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs>
1: And then we figured out that when I'm, you know, in the middle of writing something or on my laptop where I'm doing something creative, that it really throws me through a loop if I get interrupted. So he knows now to ask me, like, do you have a second? And if I say no, it really means like, no, because I just, I don't mentally have the capacity to be able to change my thought process so he can wait the 10 or 15 minutes until I'm done without feeling like I'm just shutting him down.
2: And it took me a little while to get used to that. And oh, yeah. seeing someone that was an intermediary to allow um, another perspective on the way we communicate, um, it really was beneficial, I think, to both of us. And I was excited to to have that
0: opportunity as In well. In about mm-hmm. six months now? Married? We are at, we he's got married looking on at me. September oh my God, I feel like, oh, it was September's, but yes. Yes. wow, it's only, oh, geez, yeah. I thought.
2: It, it's my responsibility to remember the numbers and the dates. Of okay. This family.
0: So three months. Are you starting to get more aware of those? Give me five minutes. And sometimes you have to, but sometimes you don't. Are you more aware of how many times you tell him, "I'll when you're home"? Excellent I'll be question. With
1: you? That is a really good question, and I don't think that I mentally keep track of it, but it's probably something that would benefit us. So I'm not overusing the privilege.
2: Yeah. That's probably the biggest challenge for me is to see her because our minds work differently to see her doing something on her phone, texting on her phone or whatever. It's generally work. I'll ask a question, for example, dinner, are you ready for dinner? You want me to go ahead and start working on dinner? And then it's just silence. And it's taken a while for me to get used to, okay, I just asked you a question. All you have to do is say yes or no. And she's focused completely on something else. So having a therapist kind of explain that to me a little bit, we were able to kind of work through that. And now Mm -hmm. it doesn't bother me as much. I understand as long as she knows when I ask her a question that. I expect an answer. I expect yeah. something not right that second, right. but Hey, I hear you. Let me get through this and then we can chat. Yeah. And I'm you okay mean when that. I
0: text her at eight 15 in the morning at three 30, I'm still waiting for an answer. That, one of those. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you're busy. We both get that. So yeah. but it is, it is interesting though, being newly married versus Becky and I, we've been together for we're 30, what? 33 and a half, 34 years. Yeah. Um,
1: Speaking of texting. Yeah, because, like, right now on my phone, I have 31 unread text messages. Oh right. So, yeah. I
0: I'm guess, one of 31? Yes. I, I think I'm, two of, I'm three of 31, if I remember.
2: Fortunately, she generally replies to me fairly quickly. That and would be a text good That was try. my next Yes. yes. yes.
1: <laughs> I have a separate text tone for Scott.
2: I have a priority. I am a priority. He is. Her, he is so.
1: a priority, and he has his own ringtone. So you, maybe I'll, I should set that for you, too. Yeah.
0: Um, and let me, while you're looking at that what advice would you give to a small business owner's spouse based on your life as a small business owner, but now as a spouse?
2: Learn patience. Okay. Um, Number one, um, it, I didn't know what I was getting into. Obviously I was all in, I still am. Wait, because of Trinity or being a small business owner? Oh, I was all in with Trinity years (laughs) before we got married. Um, No, as the It took me a while to realize what being the partner of a small business owner was. Um, And I told her from day one that I was there to support her. I was going to do everything I could to help her grow her business and make her life easier so she could concentrate on those things. It took me a little while to to actually do what I was telling her that I could do, right? Uh, I wanted to do it, but I didn't really know how. And it took me a while to be... Uh, to learn patience and just kind of figure out how I can best support her and help her
0: and still be able to get what I need. For people who have never owned a small mm-hmm. business, they don't realize it's hard to stop mm-hmm. the day. You get home at 6.30, 7, 7.30, mm-hmm. there's still something to do.
2: Yeah, yeah. And on one of your previous podcasts, I remember uh, I really liked the fact that you said when you come in the door, change clothes. Take your yep. shoes off. Do something. Mm-hmm. Yep. Break up that pattern. Otherwise, you'll come in the door or you'll walk right in and sit down in that office. And then three hours later, time's just flown by. And, and it's yeah. still
1: going. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: So it's nice to have that little break where you can come in. And that usually gives mm-hmm. me a couple of minutes to, hey, honey, how was your day? Oh, I've still got 20 things to do. Okay, mm-hmm. great. When would you like dinner? And then let her do her thing as long as she knows that she has to come back and give me some quality time. Do you schedule date nights yet? <sighs> On occasion, we don't have anything on a calendar like recurring at this point because her schedule is so kind of crazy. But we do make it a point to have a date night as often as possible.
1: And we have Mm -hmm. friend date nights, too, Mm -hmm. that are on the calendar to spend time with our friends.
2: We have a lot of friends, so so it's hard Mm -hmm. to So we have
1: recurring dates with some of our groups of friends, and that has definitely helped because now – One of my biggest pet peeves is when people get in relationships and they tend to sequester themselves away and you don't see them again until they break up and they need something. Mm -hmm. So we don't want to be that couple.
0: No, no. We like people too much. Well, that's not healthy. If you've always been social... And start dating somebody and you're unsocial now. Everybody's looking like, mm-hmm. well, he's not letting her come out or she's not letting exactly. him talk to me anymore. Yeah. Well, it's funny because
2: she always seems to think that I want to stay in. And she tends to kind of always want to go out. That's my impression of her. But it's really somewhere in the middle there. Mm-hmm. Um, I enjoy going out. I enjoy doing things. But there are times when I would just prefer, I know it's Friday night. I know we have six parties we've scheduled to go to. <laughs> um, I don't want to go. And every once in a while, I don't want to go either. And we just kind of ghost everybody and we stay home and have a nice, but you don't need that. Yeah. You have to. Yeah. We,
1: the number one piece of advice that I would have for anyone that either works in the same company with their spouse or has a working spouse that's running a small business is to talk to somebody and get the communication down because. Like with, within business, that's the first thing that starts to slip is the communication. Yep. And we will continue to work on ours because I know that I'm not always the best communicator, mm-hmm. but I try.
0: As long as you bring the effort, we'll make it happen. Oh, that's sweet. That's so sweet. Have you finished grilling your favorite husband here?
1: I had yep, one I last question. Right. How does it feel to sometimes be the other man to my work husband, Mike Manning? <laughs>
2: um... Well, sometimes I feel like you spend more time with Mike than you do with me.
0: (laughs) Mike doesn't think he spends enough time with Mike, but that's another (laughs) podcast.
2: (laughs) Um, It was a little bit of a transition, but um, the way I see it is that you're starting a new business as a small business coach, and you have somebody that can alleviate some of that responsibility. So it's not always on you. So I appreciate the fact that you guys can work together because you can delegate and then he can pick up your slack. You can pick up his slack as opposed to you running two small
0: businesses completely by yourself. Right. Right. Now, so I, don't I don't want to brag, it. but I do have her on tape saying, dang, I, was, I agreed with Mike twice, or you said I was right twice. Oh, yes. I have that on really? tape. Really? I, uh-huh. I wish I could.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. It happened two episodes in a row, and I, I was know. like, shit. Yeah. What is happening in my world? Is going into a agreeing with Mike Tailspin. And you know the sad part? I didn't even know
0: I was setting her up to agree with me. That's how bad it was. I'd have felt better if I had said it. I I knew you'd say that's okay. But we appreciate you coming on today. You've Thank been you. a big help. I know Trinity talked all the time about uh, what a help you are and support. Uh, you're the
1: best, Boo. Center Thanks, you honey.
0: are, and for helping us on the podcast as well. Just a little ideas, like hey, make sure you're on iHeartRadio and the the feedback you give to her. So we appreciate that very Sometimes much. Sometimes it's you. the
1: little things that make the most. Those add up. And mm-hmm. you know what? If you want to find us because you love listening to us, or if you want to share us, we are now everywhere. We're on iHeartRadio. We are on iTunes. Spotify, we're on Spotify. We're on um, Anchor, yep. FM. So Google we're podcasts. everywhere. Google yep, Podcasts. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We are everywhere. Where we need to be. And the best way that you can help us, the listeners and listener land, to grow our podcast is by sharing us. So we would love for you to um, tag a friend, um, hashtag us at Wired to Change. Mention us in a comment, and we will be absolutely certain to respond.
0: As Trinity has to answer her phone, we will say. But Scott, we appreciate having you on. You are the fitting first guest to be on the show. So we appreciate all your help, and we'll talk to you next time on our Wired to Change podcast.